Hey, Outlaws. Welcome to episode 78. Today, we are starting a five-part mini-series. It's going to be a summer series. It's going to take us right through to August. And we are going to be looking at how you can get your business summer ready. For many of us in the Northern Hemisphere, summer is starting to arrive, if not already arrived. And we're heading towards the end of May. So depending on what your business and your vision looks like for your life and your goals, you may be thinking about how you can take some downtime over the next few months, whether it's with friends, family, children, whatever it may look like. For me personally, the summer is always a little bit slower. I'm not a big fan of really hot weather, so I try to spend as little time doing things as possible. But I also want to spend more time with my family and spend time with my son in particular as he has six weeks off. And what's really important for us to identify as individuals is what we really want to get from each season of our business, whether it's a physical season, autumn, winter, spring, summer, or whether it's just the chapter that we're in. And we've talked about this before on the show. And that's the first thing that I would suggest is really digging into what you want your summer to look like. How can you allow your business to actually give you the life that you want? For so many of us, we end up in this kind of hustle and grind mentality, especially in the early days. And I'm definitely right now, as I record this, I am in a season of busyness in my business. I have got lots of projects happening, but I'm feeling really good. And that's the way I measure my level of success and how I'm feeling is really important. But knowing that I want to take time off over the summer, I have to prepare for that. I can't just suddenly peace out and stop doing anything because A, I won't get paid and B, we all know it's that much harder to kind of come back and get back into routines and things when we've taken any time off. So I want to explore today how we can really navigate this, how we can prepare for it and be really intentional about that time we take off. We're also going to be looking at challenging what slow business is. Over the next five episodes, we're going to be challenging the fact that slow business is slow business is not lazy. It's also not always on the fly. We can be in a season of planning and creativity, and this can work for all of us and the way we want to run our business and the way we want to live our lives. You're listening to Entrepreneurial Outlaws, a podcast for creatives, introverts, empaths, and spiritual folks. Each week, we'll sit down and have the honest, transparent, and sometimes messy conversations about what it takes to build and grow a successful and fulfilling soul-aligned business on your own terms. Here at Entrepreneurial Outlaws, we advocate for building a business that serves your lifestyle, inspiring you to rewrite the usual business rules and take action through creativity and self-inquiry. We'll encourage and gently challenge you to dig deeper into what makes you and your business unique. And I'm your host, Melanie Knights, a multi-passionate entrepreneur, self-published author, mentor, and storyteller. I'm here to help you unpack the bro marketing strategies and entrepreneurial myths that lead us to overthink our business decisions, because overthinking is a feminist issue. Together, we are paving the way for a new normal in online business. So 
Are you ready to break the rules and become an entrepreneurial outlaw? Let's do this. So some of you might resonate with this little anecdote. So back when I worked in the corporate world, I would rarely take a week or two weeks off from work. I used to take a lot of long weekends and days off during the week because it just was easier. I worked full-time and many of my colleagues were part-time employees. And whilst that is not an issue, (laughs) the issue lied with the fact that every time I wanted to take any length a week or two weeks off from work, I would feel like I had to do a month's worth of work in a week to try and get ready for my time off, to get ready for my my holiday, my vacation time. I would hand off remaining tasks. I would set my out of office, but I just knew in my gut that when I returned, it would have all been for nothing because during those two weeks, There would be tasks that got left or things that didn't get done. I would have hundreds of emails. And when I returned, I would have to, you know, sift through all the reply all emails that people, that is a pet peeve of mine, by the way. I hate reply alls. But I would have to sift through all these emails which were no longer relevant or they'd been dealt with. And then I would have to pick up all the things that hadn't been dealt with during that time. I wasn't in management. I wasn't in supervisory level. And this was really exhausting. And after my son was born, I just, I knew that all this effort for a job that I did not enjoy, for a job where I was very underpaid for my skills. And I was constantly frustrated. And the last time I took any length of time off of work back in 2016 was when I decided to hand in my notice. And I returned, gave my notice and got prepared to leave. And again, even in those final four, six weeks before I left, I was really hustling and grinding. I was doing this for a job that had kind of shown me many times they would just get rid of you in an instant. And for a job that I was no longer going to be a part of, a job that I didn't have any interest sticking around for. And I would have to spend time catching up and repairing the damage that was done. And I really felt like when we shift into running our own business, like so many things, I thought, you know, this isn't going to happen. This isn't going to happen for my own business. I'm going to be able to take time off. And it really didn't feel like that for a long time. And even just recently, I suddenly stopped myself and said, I haven't planned any time off in my business. Now, I do really have that freedom to work around my family. I have freedom to take time off when I want to. And if I want to work a weekend and take a day off during the week, I can do that. I have that freedom to create my own schedule. But at the same time, there is something different about actually taking a whole week off or a few days off or however long off and being really intentional about that time and really thinking about what we want to do during that time, how we want to spend that time, being unavailable for emails. And if you have a team, being able to ask them to step in and support you. So over here Outlaw HQ, as we shall call it, (laughs) we have been really working behind the scenes so that we can both record less over the summer. We are going to be taking the whole of August off from recording and getting ready for a new season of the podcast come September. 
My podcast manager is having a baby this summer. So that is one of the reasons why we have been looking at the easiest way to prepare for, you know, her new family member and making sure that we can all take some time off. What we've been doing is clearly communicating dates, timelines, and schedules. We've been planning things out. This is probably the most planned out we've ever been for the podcast. (laughs) And it feels really good. So I'm like, let's keep doing this. And we've been asking questions. And I think that's really important. Communication is key. It's one of my top values. And as a leader, I think that communication, clear communication is really important amongst your team. Communicating how you feel, communicating your emotions, communicating even time off. It also allows us to think ahead, plan ahead, and look at what's coming in the pipeline. So we're already starting to map out our guests for the end of the year. We're looking at what the theme will be for this season coming up of the podcast from September through to November, and working on getting things prepared now. We're also thinking about what we want the trailer to look like and how other team members can make the most of this June to August summertime. How can we record guest episodes, plan, record, and get ahead without feeling overwhelmed, without feeling like we have to hustle and grind. Because you know that for me, anytime I'm feeling really restrained or feeling very, very busy in an uncomfortable way, I'm going to kind of put up my blinders. I'm going to feel very uncomfortable and I'm probably not going to do the work. So we're working together as a team to make sure that everyone can have that time off, everyone can have that downtime, and that we can still work slowly through the things that we want to get done so that we're not having to hustle now and not having to hustle come September. And that's really important for me. So one of the things that I've looked at is how to kind of set those summer intentions. And I think for now, as we're heading into early summer, this is can be a wonderful journaling ex- exercise for us to look at what we want to really achieve. And I mean that in the loosest sense. You know, maybe you want to take a week off. Maybe you want to take some, do half days. Maybe you want to take every Friday off. Maybe you don't want to take any time off. Like it's, you know, it's going to be unique to you. And here's the thing, the exercise, the journaling prompts, you can use these at any time of the year. So you don't just have to use them for the summer. For me, the two months in a year that I always want to really slow down are August and December. Those are the two months I want to slow down. Why? Because by the time we get to August, if we're going to have hot weather, it's going to be here at that point. I want to be able to make the most of that last month before my son goes back to school and also to get him ready for that transition back into a new year of school. It's also my wedding anniversary. So my husband and I like to take time off. And then when it comes to December, I just really love the holidays. And I always get so overwhelmed in December because I really want to be spending as much time kind of cozy and enjoying the festive festivities. But at the same time, I kind of end up feeling like we have half a month. It always feels that way. So I just make the decision to take time off in December as much as I can. So the first thing that I would encourage you to write or to journal about is how much time you want to take off, right? Whether we're looking at the summer or any other time of year, how much time do you want to take off? And you can look at this in, in 
blocks of time, whether you want to take a vacation and be away. But you can also look at this in terms of being able to rest. If there is a season where you often feel more busy, overwhelmed, maybe you feel more anxious, Obviously, we can't always prepare for those things, but I know that I can get quite anxious in the end of any in the end of a year, and I want to make sure that I'm really honoring my own energy. But this takes time to kind of recognize. So if you know that, think about that as you're planning out and journaling about your summer intentions and getting your business ready for the summer. You can take time off in whichever way you want. And I want to remind you that your needs are just as important as your clients. So even if you are a coach or in a service-based industry, you can take time off. And we're going to talk about that a little bit in a moment. So what can you do to ensure that you step away and honor these boundaries? So you know what you want to do. You know how much time you want to take off over the summer. So what do you now need to do or can you do to ensure that you step away and ensure that you honor those boundaries that you've set? Because setting the boundaries is one thing. Honoring them is a whole different thing. And I think that's really probably 75% of the battle, right? Being able to say, I'm only available between these hours is one is one step. But actually honoring that and saying no to people that's the hard part. And so I want to encourage you to look at this in through the lens of comfortability. I'm not even sure if that's a word, but what feels comfortable for you? What kind of boundaries can you set with your clients or customers? And where does it feel really comfortable? And like, you're not essentially taking the piss, right? (laughs) That's kind of what we want to do. Because we've talked about this before on the show as well, that there are many people out there who will use boundaries as a way to treat their clients and customers unethically. And we don't want to be doing that. So really looking at how you can be ethical with your boundaries, how you can really honor what you need, and also still, you know, essentially, quote, show up for your people, for your communities. There's also the fact that you can think about what you need to do now in order to prepare for that downtime. So maybe there's certain trips you want to take. Maybe there's um, things that you want to do or just, you know, maybe you just want to chill out in the garden. Like whatever it is that you're looking to do in that downtime, what can you do now to prepare for that downtime? How can you make it easier? Because you know just as well as I that being an entrepreneur means that it's really difficult to switch off sometimes. We can get very overwhelmed by our mind. I'm always in my head no matter what I'm doing. So the fact that then I added in a business or a few businesses, it's, you know, my brain doesn't really ever stop. And so I've really had to lean into some of the kind of spiritual admin, some of those practices that allow me to prepare for that downtime. What can I do? You know, maybe it's meditations, maybe it's listening to some kind of nature music, things that will help me to really kind of clear my mind and prepare for the time that I want off. Also, one of the other questions that we can ask ourselves is what can I prepare to ensure that I'm not playing catch up? Because this is what's waiting for us at the other end. So as I talked about earlier, we can prepare and get ready and maybe we feel like we're working ahead. We take that time off, but then we can feel like we're playing catch up because things happen, right? Things happen. Emails are going to hit our inboxes. Questions are going to come up. Things might not work or might break. We're going to get inquiries. So how can we manage certain things in our businesses so that we're not playing catch up as well? 
There's a few different ways we can do this. And I want to really talk about ways we can do this if we don't have a team. So if you do have an assistant or a VA, obviously communicating with them is really, really important to make sure that they know when you are away. And if they are going to be about and available when you are away, then of course, maybe if they don't already, they can be checking your inbox. They could be checking your messages on Instagram. They could be kind of having these little points of contact with your audience, with your community, with your clients and customers. And you could look at setting up templates and responses and things that they can use whilst you're not whilst you're not in the office, whilst you're not working, so that they know how to deal with most of those general inquiries. This is something my team and I have been working on um, when I hired my VA back in December. We kind of gradually, time over time, I would get an email and realize that I didn't need to deal with that email and that someone else could deal with it. And we would look at creating templates and SOPs so that we could put these in place as we go. That may not be the best way to do it. Let me be clear. I know there's probably people listening saying that you should already have these SOPs and templates in place, but that's not how I've run my business. And I'm okay with that. And so is my assistant. So we're good. We work together and this is how we do it. But if you don't have an assistant or you're not able to bring in somebody to help you, what kind of things can you do? Maybe using your out of office reply to really answer some questions. This is something I do in my business. I've been doing it for a really long time is I have my out of office on all the time. And the reason I have my out of office on all the time is because my out of office serves as a way to answer questions. If I get client inquiries or customer inquiries, they are able to perhaps look at that email and get some of their questions answered. It is customized, it's personalized to my business, and it looks at some of the products and offers I um, sell and what and clients I work with, and it helps them to look at, okay, here's where I can go for this answer. If I need to update my debit card for this payment, I can go here. And so we manage expectations by having that on all the time. I also make sure that in my signature, it tells people that my working hours, and it also tells people my inbox hours and that I do only check my emails once a day. Okay, I check my emails once a day and I do that as a way to get me out of my inbox, but as a way to also give my you know, my creative energy and my time for my clients and my customers to the right places, because otherwise I could spend hours in my inbox. And so I really want to encourage you to look at ways you can prevent that catch up and also ways that you can, things that tasks or um, resources and tools that you can use in the long term. They don't have to just be for right now. And this is a really wonderful way of like summer proofing or vacation proofing your business so that every time you do want to take time off or step away, it doesn't then feel like you're having to spend a lot of time hustling beforehand or also playing catch up. And so these are some of the questions that we can ask ourselves to really get our business summer ready, how we can scale back over the summer, how to have these conversations with your clients and set those boundaries and expectations, manage and honor them and really allow this time to be what you need rather than feeling like you have to continue. Because as I said, it occurred to me a few weeks ago that I haven't really thought about taking intentional time off from my business. I have planned time off in the past, I planned time off last December, but then we didn't go away. We didn't end up going on vacation because we couldn't. 
And so I ended up just, you know, working on my own stuff. I still ended up working. I didn't really take as much time off as I planned. Now things are starting to shift and change. Things are opening up. People are making travel plans. And wherever your plans take you, as we kind of shift into this new, another step, another new landscape of what it means to be an entrepreneur and a small business owner, then we can look at ways where we can really rest and slow down and manage that time. And I know that it's not easy. I know that it's hard. I know in 2020, I kept saying to myself, how am I ever going to take time off ever again? Because it felt like all I was doing was working because there was nothing else for me to do. Um, But now it feels like putting these little these little um, workflows and, and tools into place and having this conversation with my team, it's opened up that communication and allows us to be able to really take time off together during these different seasons. And as I said, we are working ahead. We are definitely in a plan, in a planning and creativity season of the business. But the reason we're doing it now is because that's what feels good for us. It's both something out of necessity and it's also what I need right now. You know, I really feel like for me personally, I hibernated really deeply over the winter and I've started to come out of that. And I'm deep in this creativity phase of my business, really sharing my work. And it just happens to have worked really wonderfully because we're able to take that time off. So as I said, you don't have to just use these questions for the summer. You can use them over the entire year, whenever you want to take time off. Use them in your journal, use them as a way of checkpoints to see if you have these things in place. And over the next few episodes, as I said, this is going to be a series. So over the next four episodes that will carry us through to August, we're going to dive a little bit deeper into some of these conversations. I'm going to be sharing with you more specific journal prompts to help you get really intentional about your summer and time off. We're going to also look at some systems you can put in place. And then we're going to talk about what you could be potentially working on over the summer months what can feel really good during the season of summer so that you are then ready to maybe hit the ground running or ready to rest depending on what your season looks like come September. So we are going to be dropping two episodes in June and two episodes in July. So make sure you have subscribed to the show wherever you listen to podcasts so that you'll get those automatic updates and you'll make sure that you get those new episodes as we publish them. Also, if you are listening to the show, have you signed up to our email list? Each Thursday, we send out an email newsletter to our listeners to let you know what is coming up on today's show, the topics that we're discussing, and we will share any links from um, guests and things like that as well. So if you have not signed up for our newsletter, head over to the show notes at melanienights.com forward slash podcast head over there and sign up for our anti-bro marketing library. This is a resource library created for entrepreneurial outlaws. It is designed to support you in challenging bro marketing in your business, really tapping into what you need as a business owner. When you sign up for that, you'll be asked how often you want to hear from us and you can check to say that you want to listen Um, that you want to receive our weekly podcast episode emails. So don't forget to subscribe, make sure you sign up so you've got all that information coming to your inbox. 
And we were looking forward to spending some more time with you over the summer. And we're also looking forward to taking some time off. If you have any topics that you would like to suggest that we look at in the coming months and over, you know, coming episodes, please reach out on Instagram. Follow us over there, instagram.com. And it's at entrepreneurial underscore outlaws. We will make sure that's in the show notes as well. And if you have any guest ideas or episodes that you would like us to cover, or if you would like to potentially be a guest on our next season of the show, again, head over to our Instagram. You will find our booking form over there. If you complete the booking form and we will review what it is that you want to come on the show and talk about, and we will get back in touch with you. We are looking for guests for Um, the autumn season of the show and into winter as well. So we look forward to hearing from you. That's it for this week, guys. I hope you have a great week and I will see you next time, Outlaws. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of Entrepreneurial Outlaws. If you see yourself as an entrepreneurial outlaw and enjoyed this episode, would you do me a small favor? It would mean the absolute world to me if you could take a moment to subscribe to the show and leave a rating and review. By leaving a review, you are helping me to grow our outlaw community and together we can show other entrepreneurs that breaking the rules can actually be good for business. Don't forget, you can find the show notes for today's episode along with any of the links that I mentioned on my website at melanienights.com forward slash podcast. And if we're not already virtual besties, you can come and hang out with me on Instagram. I am the one with the country music playing, the lukewarm coffee in my hand, and I'm dishing the dough on how we can make entrepreneurship more inclusive and transparent. Plus, I'll probably send you some fun gifts. So until next time, outlaws. Outlaws.